everybody, I'm Sherry, mom of two beautiful girls and two fur babies, military wife turned psychic medium, Reiki 2 practitioner, creator of the course Tap Into Your Intuition, and card reader. This podcast will be bringing you spiritual knowledge of the new age spirituality. I'll share my own life stories and I hope to bring you interviews from today's spiritual experts in their own different fields. And hey, if you stick around long enough, I'll help you learn to step into your own spiritual power within. Life is better when you use your intuition. Hello and welcome back to the podcast with me, Intuitive Gemini. Today's episode is going to be such a good one. I feel like it's going to be such a good one, but I'll let you be the judge of that. So um, I took a break last week and because I wanted to get as much info as I could for this this podcast episode and this may be more of a series um but I will kind of figure that out as I go and so um as always I was scrolling TikTok as I do every day (laughs) and I came across this video of this lady talking about her karmic debt and she was talking about her karmic debt number. And I was like, whoa, okay, that kind of seems a little familiar. So I looked it up, how to calculate your karmic debt number. And I was like, wow, my karmic debt number is 16. So I was like, gee golly whiz. <laughs> this is like so scary. It's not even, it, it was just so surreal because um, if... If you're not close to me, then you know, um, or in my in my um woo woo club group on uh on Facebook, then uh you would know that I am I'm into um so many different things. Uh I I love to read my horoscopes and listen to card readings online. I like to do my own cards. Uh I I um I love astrology. I'm kind of diving into a little bit of astrology. Um, I have done. Uh, I've read the book called The Emotion Code um, to kind of help with um, some physical and mental healings on myself. Uh, I've gotten uh, uh, attuned to Reiki one and Reiki two. I'm now a Reiki two practitioner. Um, I love numerology. I love everything when it comes to spirituality. And I've always been like that since I was uh, like a teenager, um, like just reading my horoscopes. (laughs) And so um, I've always been super interested in that. And the older that I get and the the more that I can kind of research, it just uh, fills my soul, like fills my cup. It just makes me happy. And I say that because these are ways that I have kind of uh use these are tools that I have used to to really find out more about myself and more about why I'm here what this lifetime holds for me and um how to make the most of this lifetime and uh I I truly believe in past lives and uh karma and all that um amazing amazing info and so um 
I wanted to share this with you because it was just like a powerful aha moment for me. And so um, after watching that video, I, like I said, I was called to kind of go to Google and like Google everything I could find out about um, what she was talking about because it was just like, wow. So um, this is basically like um, discovering your karma, like what so in your past life, you dealt with a lot of different things, kind of like um, stories, I kind of call them, or just um, lessons. Ba they're basically lessons, you know what I mean? Um, some people struggle with love lessons. Some people struggle with financial lessons. Some people struggle with, you know, all kinds of things. But uh, I I feel like for my um, part of my past life and in either the last past life or a few past lives, um, I feel like I have really been struggling with the lesson of um, love and how to more so love myself. Uh, and that's been really hard for me, <laughs> especially ever since I was young. So I'll give you a little bit of backstory into my life. Uh, so uh, growing up, I was I was raised by my grandmother. My grandmother was like my mother and my grandmother. And so I never got to know my mother and my father um, because of situations outside of my control, my grandmother's control. And I feel like even my mother and father's control a little bit, you know, um, I did get, I knew I always knew who my mother was and you know I would visit her from time to time but um <clears throat> that's a a podcast story for a different day but anyway so I was raised by my grandmother and I've always had this longing to um want to have my mother and father and always be sad when I was at school because you know I saw other other um my other classmates with their parents showing up to have lunch with them or you know taking them to the scholastic book fair or going on field trips you know those things really really cut me deep as a child and i i held those wounds um closer than i should have uh and not really truly looking you know at what I actually had and it's hard as a kid you know it is really hard to, for to have perspective as a child you know you have your one perspective and that's what you want to have <laughs> or at least that's how I was uh and that was you know that was my opinion about things but um that really carried into my young adulthood and it carried into um in my teenage years and when I say it carried over it there was a pattern of uh no self-love and no self-worth and and I was looking for relationships especially romantic relationships at a really early age and I looked for those romantic relationships to fill you know that deep dark hole that I had that could not you know at the time, I didn't know it couldn't be filled with romantic relationships, but hey, I was going to try to fill it whatever, with, you know, whatever I could, whoever I could find and whoever was going to, you know, show up for me and try to play that role. And so um, as a teenager, when I started dating, I really delve into these relationships to kind of fill a void of someone loving me when it should have been me all along loving myself. Uh, and so... Um, kind of fast forward to 
uh, when I was in college, I want to say like my sophomore year, like my the last part of my sophomore year, I, you know, fell really hard for this uh, guy and end up running off to get married with him and um, not telling anybody. I think the only two people that really, well, three people was him, me, um, well, four people. <laughs> was me him and my two roommates uh in college and so um we were the only four people that knew I got married and I really didn't even tell them right away like they just found out so um I ran off I got married to this guy he was oh my god such a narcissist like I didn't know what a narcissist was then but now that I can kind of you know I know what a narcissist a definition of the nar- of a narcissist is he was a he was a classic narcissist and he was not physically abusive but he was emotionally abusive and he was um he played the role of you know showing up to fulfill that deep dark hole that I had um when it came to someone for me picking someone to love me um more than I was loving myself. And so I, I continued to choose the wrong relationships. And um, this relationship, it didn't even last a, a six months. Like it did really, the marriage didn't even last six months. We weren't even together six months before we got married. Married. That's how stupid I was. <laughs> and desperate I was to really have uh, a relationship with this, with this man. And, um, it was just something that unbeknownst to me, you know, at the time that I contracted to go through with this, this individual, like I did for a lot of other things in my life. And so that's also another episode I want to talk about contracts, um, down the road, but right now I kind of want to focus on, uh, karmic, your karmic number, uh, or it's called karmic debt. And so these numbers are called um, karmic debt numbers. And these numbers are 13, 14, 16, and 19. And so um, in order to calculate to find out if you have a karmic debt number, so everybody's not going to have a karmic debt number, which means they're not going to have lessons that they have to repeat over and over and over until they pass with flying colors and get it right. And not have to kind of deal with that anymore in this lifetime or future lifetimes. And so, um, you, what you do is you have to, uh, calculate it down to a single number. So you'll use your birth date. So for example, my birth date is June 14, um, 1985. And so what I did was I singled down the birth month to a single number. And then I singled down my birth day into a single number. And then I singled down my birth year into a single number. So then you have three single numbers and you add those three single single numbers up until it gets to, you know, whatever um, two digit number you have. And then and if it adds up to either 13, 14, 16 or 19, these are karmic debt numbers. And so. um, So the significance of these are. 
or lessons that you have not yet passed in a prior life that you kind of repeated over and over at different times, just trying to figure it out, get it right. You know what I mean? And so I, according to um, a website that I found online called worldnumerology.com, uh, I'll kind of want to go over each karmic debt number. Uh, so you can kind of find out once you kind of go over your birthday, single down those single digits from month, day and year and add those three numbers together to find out if you have a karmic debt number, you can kind of come back to this podcast or you can pause it right here, do your math and then hit play again to kind of find out, you know, what's going on with these karmic debt numbers. And so um, let's let's take a look at number 13 so karmic debt number 13 <clears throat> um this lesson is basically for uh let's see so this falls into the realm of laziness and negativity uh and the key to succeed with the number 13 as your focus is that um, don't concentrate on the on uh, other people's energies. Uh, when you're in a doing a specific task or following a simple, a significant direction, um, but scatter your um, attention over many projects Um Oh, I'm sorry. So I kind of read that wrong. Uh, so very often people with the 13 karmic debt um, don't concentrate their energies in a specific direction or on a single task, but they scatter their attention over many projects, none of which amount to much. So a temptation with the 13 is to take shortcuts. Uh, easy success doesn't come often, causing regret and despair and to give up, basically. Um, so this results in poor self-image and the belief that one is incapable amounting too much. And so it's essential to maintain order in your life. Stick to your schedules, keep your appointments, follow through. And you want to keep your environment neat and under control and never procrastinate. And uh, if you sustain a steady and consistent effort with this, then you'll realize um you know, you'll get to the reward of things. And so um, you are a person that can be stubborn and rigid and refuse to allow new and creative ideas to penetrate your rigid adherence to established, established methods. But um, and this can often uh, lead to frustration and um, resentment. Uh, and things seem to take forever, especially when you resist bringing fresh new approaches into very rigid uh, and comfortable ways of doing things. And so your challenge is to make the most of what you are doing right now. Uh, and your keys to success are your willingness to maintain order and discipline in your life and to make the most out of every opportunity that comes your way. And so um, that is uh, number 13. And so let's take a look at uh, the next karmic lesson. Let's see. So let's take a look at karmic debt number 14. So karmic debt number 14. Uh, let's see. This says... Uh, 
14 arises from previous actions where human freedom has been abused. So um, with a karmic debt, 14 uh, forces to forces you to adapt to ever changing circumstances and unexpected occurrences. Uh, and so there is an, a, a danger of falling victim to drug abuse, alcohol, or overindulgence in sensual pleasures such as food, sex, uh, moderation in all affairs is critical to overcome this karmic debt. And so flexibility and adaptability uh, are the core of this struggle. And so you must be ready to adapt to unexpected occurrences while continuing to maintain focus on your goals and dreams. Uh, an organized personal e environment is crucial to maintain clarity and focus. Mental and emotional stability must be attained in order to avoid being thrown um, thrown by the changing fortunes of the uh, of your external environment. And so the key to the 14 karmic debt is commitment. Uh, life will resemble a roller coaster at times. Gosh, that kind of seems like <laughs> it kind of seems like my karmic debt kind of sort of. Yeah. Anyway, so let me continue. Um, so life will resemble a roller coaster at times, but it will always travel in the right direction if your heart is set on what is true and good. So set yourself a high goal, maintain order whenever possible, avoid excessive indulgent and uh, maintain faith. Above all else, do not give up on your dreams and goals. So those with a 14 karmic debt can experience success, significant spiritual development and life to the fullest by maintaining a high dream and uh, maintaining high dream focus. Uh, major changes in life should be studied well before you make them. And 14 can be over uh, overconfident and headstrong, but you also tend to be lucky and um a natural gambler so uh underlying their love of change is uh a much insecurity so beneath the exterior of calm and coolness lies much emotional turbulence which reflects itself in their life as rapid change and uh mood swings <laughs> the the challenge is to ground in a particular professional lifestyle even and i would also add in just stay grounded uh and provide limits to form their considerable creativity uh so the karmic debt 14 is exceedingly versatile and talented there are a few things that they cannot do they are also uh let's see they are also industrial industrious excuse me once they have made commitment to a specific task so the key to their success is balance they must avoid making major ch major changes to their escape routine or as a means of avoiding responsibility for difficult situations so by grounding in a particular field and committing to your uh, talents to work they can become very successful so uh, let's take a look at karmic debt 16, my karmic debt number. So uh, karmic debt 16 in any area it appears in a chart means destruction of the old and birth of a new. So this, um, my actual birth. So um, I have a book, which I'm still looking for, <laughs> but I have a book on, um, 
where you calculate your birthday and you get a certain number and you and it assigns you a um tarot card and my assigned uh card in the tarot is the uh it's the tower card <laughs> and when you think of the tower card it's like oh my gosh like what in the world the tower card is basically people falling off a tower lightning struck striking this tower it's on fire like the bottom of the tower the the foundation is coming to loose it's just like it something a lot of people feel like it's one of the worst cards in the tarot and when you kind of look at it, I mean, it is basically about destruction of, of you know, whatever is going on right now. It's, it's basically destruction. And um, after I got over the shock of that being my birth card <laughs> and about, you know, karmic lessons that are tied to that specific card, that le- the lesson that that card represents, it makes it makes so much sense and it is in tune to the karmic debt 16 um, because it's basically saying you know there is going to be destruction um, lessons of destruction and uh, rebirth a lot of I have had so many destructions and rebirths in my life it is it's not even funny and you know when I look back at those times they had to happen in order for these lessons this karmic lesson for me to be able to overcome once and for all you know karmic destiny karmic debt number 16 and so 16 is all about fall of the ego let me say that again 16 is all about fall of the ego and all of it has and all it has built for itself. It is a water washed, a um, cleansing things the ego has constructed to separate a person from source of life are destroyed. So um, through the 16 reunion with higher consciousness may be achieved. And I mean, when you really think about it, when you're destroying the old, you can, you're wiping away everything, you know, so what do you have left? You have to rebuild. You have to be able to connect, especially for me. I have had to learn how to connect to my higher self in order to move forward to, you know, make a better life for myself, make better decisions and not go through those lessons over and over again. So, um, this can be a painful process, which I can attest to because it usually comes much, uh, uh, because your ego is inflated and resulting in struggles between the ego and the higher ideas of your life. So life will present challenges to you, um, to your grand plan and which you may resent and struggle against. It is a losing battle and you will likely feel humbled. Mm, let me tell you. Yes, <laughs> you will put, you will feel humbled in the face uh, of the collapse that follows. So, however, humility is the key to later success. So um, as you learn to follow the, uh, in, let's see, as you learn to follow the uh, elimination, elimination, elimitations, I know I'm still mispronouncing that, <laughs> of a deeper reality. In the destruction of the old, an inner rebirth takes place with an entirely new awareness. This rebirth affects every area of your life. A far better life than the fall. So um, those with the karmic 16 debt 
must be careful of egoism. Uh, so often with the 16, they're, you, they're higher intuitive and a refined intellect to look down on others. So, um, and I was going to say something, but I couldn't really get my thoughts together on that one. Um, uh, this can cause acute alienation and loneliness. In addition, uh, it invites, um, retribution for the egotist is humble, um, humbled more than harshly, um, than others, any others. So when the 16 is found in one of the core numbers, the process of destruction of rebirth is a continual cycle that serves the um, that serves to bring you into a higher consciousness and a deeper connection to elevated ideas. So the karmic 16 deck can be a path of progress and great spiritual growth if it is viewed properly. Um, one develops faith in life by broadening a limited outlook, listening to expanded intuition questioning old ways and staying open to a new path. So um, this will also result in, uh, so it says the great pitfall that you face is the choice of becoming aloof and critical. Uh, this will result in alienation and even bitterness. You can also easily uh, lift off the ground, becoming impractical and dreamy. If you indulge too much <clears throat> and flight or fancy, you may drift from reality and give up the possibility of earning and equity, um, of earning an equity, equity life. <laughs> the 16, uh, excellent intuition. So there's excellent intuition there, not unlike the master number 11, uh, and may even possibly, um, possess psychic abilities. Yours truly <laughs> trust your intuition and use it as a guide in life. Excuse me, but always be practical excuse me i'm so sorry guys but always be practical in your application of your insights so with a karmic debt 16 you can easily lose interest in projects which are going to test you and must work hard to finish what you start you must have faith and let opportunities come your way let me repeat that you must have faith and let opportunities come your way don't chase them don't chase them they're gonna come just have faith. <laughs> you are sensitive and feel deeply, but you don't share your feelings easily, nor do you communicate them well. The realm of heart troubles uh, you for you are shifting. Um, you must work hard to understand this area of life. And so um, let's take a look at karmic number 19. And that's the last karmic debt number 19 so uh 19 let's see a person with a uh, with the 19 karmic debt will learn independence and the proper use of power once uh one of the central lessons for people with 19 karmic debt revolves around stubbornness and resistant resisting help from others much of your independence is self-imposed uh you simply want to do it your way your own way and uh, so it, you can become a self-imprisoned person if you don't recognize the need for interindependence and the mutual need for love. Uh, although you seek to stand on your own feet, you can connect to others in a need of support and understanding that all people need. This is the most important lesson for the 19 karmic debt. Those with this number learn that learn the hard way that no one is an island. 
uh, and that we are indeed all bits of the main. Strong and individualist, self-resilient and confident, this karmic debt number can be can bring loneliness and alienation due to a lack of support from others. You tend to struggle to achieve uh, the degree of self-sufficiency you desire and may endure considerable frustration in your struggle for independence. The reason your desire for independence is so strong is that it eclipses many other balancing perspectives so your challenge is to achieve a wider degree of perspective on yourself and others exchanging ideas with others uh, at least you become uh, isolated by your own perspective this can become a kind of prison for you so um, you can be highly stubborn which uh, screams fear I fear <laughs> try to see that all of life is but a cycle and that you need balance uh, so that uh, everyone is uh, so that you're supported and everyone else is supported. You will be placed in situations where you are forced to stand up for yourself and often be left standing alone. Uh, difficulties are faced and overcoming through personal struggle. You are highly ambitious and have a strong drive for success and power. Although self-confidence self-confident you like to be encouraged don't we all <laughs> people are attracted to your deep commitment to your work and a steadiness to do which you do it you are a pioneer at heart and you are willing to take risks to get you close to what you desire as such you are willing to change your environment often and enjoy doing so you are um Let's see. So it says that uh, your willingness to sacrifice for others uh, is is strong and that you are high, highly idealistic. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. But if your idea fails, you can become bitter and negative. You are very sensitive with many emotions, ups and downs, and you tend to find yourself in dramatic situations. Yet you like con you like to control your emotions in public and come off as a every as uh, if everything is under control. Uh, so it says with your determination and uh, creativity, creative mind. Excuse me. You have the potential to achieve financial. Uh, reward. So um, a few tips from this website is to uh, avoid karmic debts in your address and phone numbers. And so um, if you want to read more about karmic debt, you can head over to worldnumerology.com. Uh, I found that uh, website to be very informative and and. So um, when you take a look at what your karmic debt number is and got kind of go more in depth into that, you'll kind of see what your what your patterns have been. You know, you'll be able to realize um, what patterns have you been repeating? What patterns do you need to let go of? And as I mentioned earlier, the emotion code um, emotions are tied to so many things in our life. And you could be holding on to emotions even from past generations. Um, and emotion code is something that I definitely want to do uh, 
a podcast about. And so um, I, I may even bring on like one of my really close friends because she was the one that got me into Emotion Code. So if you can, I would purchase the Emotion Code book is on Amazon. Um, I actually purchased the physical book and I purchased it on um what is that app called? It's called um, Audible. And I listened to it and I had the physical copy as well. And so once you read that book and kind of go through it in its entirety, you can learn how to release the emotions from your body. And I would even go as to far go go as far as to say something that I have also been working on myself is taking time to write down what your uh, karmic lessons are in your life because you know what lessons they are you know what lessons you're repeating you know what lessons you need to release and let go of that are not serving your life and um that you don't want to go through anymore you know write those things down in your journal and then use the emotion code to release your karmic um your karmic lessons and um this will make more sense once you read the book. And so when you get ready to start uh, releasing those emotions, you'll basically ask, is there an emotion that is tied to this specific karmic debt that can be released now? And it'll let you know, you'll just keep going um, over and over that one uh phrase to find out you know is there more that needs to be released and once it's released it's released for good and if it's tied to future um, past generations it'll release from all the past generations and even the future generations so um it's a really helpful tool um like i said i definitely want to bring on um a really good friend of mine who introduced me to the emotion code to kind of give more of an explanation because she is an emotion code coach and she actually does this for a living so I am excited to share that uh, share her and share uh, her knowledge with you all um, and give you a new way a new perspective of helping yourself um, you know release karmic debt so I hope this episode was so helpful for you uh and i know last week i did not do a card reading um and i didn't start off one in this uh reading either so i i was drawn to pull the card deck out and of course you guys i'm using my favorite card deck in the whole wide world one of my favorite card decks in the whole wide world is called believe in your own magic oracle deck uh and i'm gonna take a moment Oh, <laughs> well, I try to pull out some cards and they all kind of feel flying. So let's see what uh, spirit has for us today. Uh, what messages we need to know. Wow, this is really good. Okay, so um, and this really ties to um, the karmic debt numbers, too. So what we have here first is homework. Take care take yourself out on a date basically take care of yourself nurture yourself because in this card she's standing outside uh, her door uh, well she's standing inside her house but her door is open and all you can see is nature uh outside and and she is just taking in this beautiful view and whenever nature comes through you know nurture is the word that i think of so um what's going on this week that you need to kind of uh take 
what you need to do or take into account. You need to nurture yourself more. Um, and the next card here is dragons, slay them all. So there are certain one certain individuals listening to this podcast that will be facing their own dragons, um, especially when it comes to those karmic debts and those lessons that we're repeating over and over. But no, you are fully equipped. Even if you may feel handicapped, even if you feel like, oh my God, that those dragons are huge as hell. And like, how in the hell am I gonna, am I gonna slay those things? Like, but you need to go head first into this, you know, and know that you are well equipped, that you have everything within you in order to um, get through this week and to slay those karmic debts once and for all. <laughs> you you actually have what you need. Uh, so don't hesitate. Don't feel sad. Don't feel scared. You got this. And raindrops, take a chance on them. Um, those of you that are dealing with karmic debts where it comes to relationships, you know, uh, from personal advice that I can give you from my own personal um, debt, karmic debt lessons that I have gone through. Um, I don't know if you have, but I have struggled with choosing the wrong person over and over and over for me. Choosing a person that is um, hypocritical, that does not want to see me win, that does not want to see me uh, live the best life that I can live, that does not want to see me succeed, that does not want to see me or my family succeed. You know, my my daughters and there's been relationships where, you know, I have had to say, you know, thank you for the lesson, but I will not be <laughs> further continuing on this path with you a lot of times you have to put your foot down and, and allow the tower to crumble so that you can start again and when you are able to come to that realization and start again with with uh, a relationship that'll better better serve you whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship uh Give it, give them a chance, take a chance on them because you never know this person is the one that uh, is basically the reward that you get to after the hard part is done. You know, this is what you win on the, on the outside of, uh, or at the end of that struggle. So, and a lot of people, this isn't even another person. This is you take a chance on you, you know? Things might look, you know, bleak or things might look a certain way, but I want to bring this word back into play perspective, you know, allow a different perspective to come about so that you can uh, take a chance on either someone else that you may not have even thought about because they're not your karmic lesson and this is someone who would be better for you or take a chance on you, take a chance on loving you, take a chance on you being worthy, take a chance on you being the person that needs to step up for you. And then huh, look at here, look what we got here. It's kind of like the hangman and uh, the tower in one type of card where it says tower, unplug and relax for a spell. And I feel like she's just like doing yoga. Um, there's no tower moment in this card, but it kind of goes back to the first card where we're, where we've got homework, take yourself out on a date, you know, it's time to relax. 
thank you for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me. Can I ask you to go over to iTunes and leave a review? I really appreciate that. And it'll help me. It'll really, really help me uh, bridge the gap to get to more people who really need this spiritual knowledge and love. And also, can you share it with a friend or two? I really appreciate it. Appreciate that too. Thanks so much again. I hope that you are able to come back to next week's episode. You can connect with me on at the links that are in the show notes for today's show. I am on TikTok. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. But you can always find me over on my website, www.intuitivegemini. Until next week, bye.